I think I, I tend to go um, lighter, you know, daytime, especially in Miami, uh, like a blonde or even a sour, occasional IPA. Um, I, I like uh, Belgians a lot, though. I say beer choice, I would say Belgian, triple. That's impossible. That's an impossible question to answer. But I'll try to narrow down some. Um, I, I grew up listening to a, a lot of hip-hop. Um, so, you know, the 90s hip-hop stuff. Uh, like I go through everything there. But um, college, I, I, I got into some more, you know, varied influences, like Radiohead, Bjork, that kind of stuff. Um, hip-hop is still there. Uh, but... It's, yeah, that's impossible. Bob Marley's out there. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If there was one, it's, it's probably a good risotto. I'd like to tell you Beats and Eats, the podcast. Yes, the podcast you love to love is back. Another episode. Thank you for tuning in. Um, my name is Old Head Ed. I am your host. And uh, in this podcast, what we do is we sit down with people uh, who, have, um, who have excelled, um, who have interesting gifts, um, stories to tell, and, and, and just uh, world experiences. And we get them to share them with us. Uh, while we do that, we, we end up um, having beer. Uh, talking about music and talking about food, hence Bruce Beast and he's the podcast. Uh, before we get into this week's guest, our guest, um, I got to shout out the sponsors as always. Shouts to uh, Beard, Brews, and Food, the homie Lewis. Um, I think by the time that this episode drops, I think this is the Halloween episode. This is the spooky episode. So um, happy Halloween for all y'all who are, are subscribed and getting the notifications as soon as the episode drops. Uh, welcome to November. If you don't listen to it on the 31st, welcome to November. And, uh, and yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on uh, this, this week or this month as far as November, but stay tuned to the IG and you'll, we'll keep you up to date with all that good stuff. Uh, shouts to Lady G with the G Juice Remedies. Uh, you can still get with her to get all your, um, all your immune boosting needs, your detox needs. They get that CMOS gel, the, the 92 out of 100 and something nutrients that the body needs. It's all in there. Uh, who else we got? Oh, we got uh, the Mama Juana King. Shouts to Mama Juana King, one of the early sponsors. And last but not least, we got Twin Flame. Uh, by now, we have uh, the, the, the flan-inspired caramel cream ale. Should be in rotation. You guys should be enjoying that. Matter of fact, now that you guys are trying, you got you copped your shirt. You, you're rocking the shirt. You got your two free beers. I need everybody to call in with their opinion on the beers, and I'm going to play it on the next uh, episode as far as... Um, during the brew segment, I want to hear what everybody thinks. And if you don't like to hear your voice, you know how I always say, just text me. The number is 786-294-6263. Leave a voicemail. I'll play it. If not, uh, just text me and I'll read it on air. And if you don't text me, I'm going to make shit up and say that you guys think the beer was great, fabulous, and all that good stuff. And, and I'll shout you out anyway. With that being said, uh, let's get to today's guest. We have um, world-renowned artist, 
Um, wait, hold on. And so, one one thing that um, since this isn't a, this doesn't have a visual component, you guys don't realize what's happening in the background while we're sitting down to record this. Um, and I bring it up because my my today's guest, our guest, is here via this gentleman who also a while back said that he was willing not only to put me in touch with this person and have him sit down and, 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 and talk on the, on the podcast, but he said he was willing to cook for us while we were doing this. And just by the smells of things coming out of the kitchen, um, I think we have to have this conversation because it kind of goes, <laughs> if we don't talk, we don't eat. So we're going to get this episode in and then we're going to enjoy some food um, behind the boards. As far as the kitchen goes, uh, we've got we've got DJ Excess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I already let him know that there's a mic that's hot. Uh, he could always jump in on it um, whenever he's ready. Um, yeah. All right, you got it. And uh, and I'm sure he'll pop in every once in a while and say something. Um, all right, let's get let's get to the, to this week's guest. Uh, if you've been to most of the breweries down here in South Florida, you've you've seen his work. Um, too many to name. But I, I, I'm going to say the two that I've uh, seen more frequently is Unbranded in Hialeah and none other than Jay Wakefield in Wynwood. Um, man, muralist. Uh, we're going to get into how he got into doing murals and where it started. I'm sure graph artist it, it falls into the category. And, uh, and who the hell am I talking about? I'm talking about none other than CP1. Thank you, thank you, sir. Sir, how we, so okay, so I, should I go by CP one the whole time or CP? CP. CP? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So we got CP in the house. Um, again, thank you so much to DJ XS for making this happen. I had the opportunity to meet up with CP uh, earlier this year when you debuted some of the nearest newest murals at uh, Wakefield. Right. Um, yeah. XS was out there spinning. Uh, it was a great event, a great evening. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. So um, let's let's get to know CP and, and how this this journey started for him. So CP, earliest earliest memory of you being able to sit down and realize you can draw. Um, yeah, it's got to be elementary school. I mean, the, the the drawing stuff is the earliest memories I have. Uh, literally, you know, crayons on the hallway of the, my mom's apartment, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I just never stopped. I was drawing every single day. Uh -huh. And whether or not it was something that was intentional or just out of boredom or like, I think at some point, I've, yeah, you come to the realization that like, oh, you know, I'm pretty good at this, but it, there was no like epiphany. There was no one, you know, moment that I was like, aha, mm -hmm. I got something. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was yeah. just, I, yeah. I just liked doing it. I did it every single day through high school and on. So, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned it, you, you, uh, you hinted at, uh, Drawing on the walls in the hallways of, of you know mom's place yep. um, was that was that something from by virtue of you seeing the environment around you was was graffiti already in full effect at this time or no I, okay. I, yeah, it was it was way before I think it was okay. just it was just me drawing on any surface I could you okay. know more than anything else and I I know I got trouble I got in trouble for doing that and then I am blamed my imaginary friend, you know, my mom used to say. So. What else are they there yeah. for? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're fall guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, nah, and the, the graffiti stuff uh, it came later. I was introduced to it around 14 in high school. Okay. Um, by another friend, uh, a friend of mine who was a really good artist. Um, and he ended up 
uh, introduced me to some of the older older heads who were like had established crews and and gotcha. you know were already kind of like knew the ropes and um, and that's how it all got started. Got you. Where was this taking place? Uh, Color Ridge. Color okay. Ridge. Okay. Color, Color Bay. Color Bay. Okay. Got yeah, you. Right. Yeah. Still, it's Color Ridge. Yeah. Is it? I um, th- th- that's new territory for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't Cutler Bay then, so I am. I guess I'm. I'm saying the truth, right? It was Cutler Ridge. It's Cutler Ridge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Got there you. Was no such thing. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Um, the by virtue of being around these people, that opened up your eye to the world of street art. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, there was so little uh, when it came to street art, like you know, recognition. Um, there. You were either kind of like a fine artist in a gallery. Uh, there, of course, there's there's some people who, uh, through years, have done installations and known for that kind of stuff. But, but it's either you're a fine artist in a gallery, or you, you had this, right? You know, you had that graph scene, but there wasn't much of a street art scene, and that coincided with Instagram. You know, like you had this impermanent um, art form that became permanent once you're able to take pictures of it. And it's there, you know, and and that was one thing that I I, I talk about. Uh, is I was over at a friend's house and uh, early, like, got it. It had to be late '90s, early 2000. Mm-hmm. And and my friend's little brother um, came to, to to talk to me and said, like, hey, your you know your your piece your piece is up on art crimes. Art crimes was like the big like one one of the few graph sites. Okay. And I was like, what are, you know, what are you talking about? And I, of course, like you, you click on it and then there's like this like directory and it goes to like Florida, it goes to Miami. And then like, you know, the number two pick was, was, was my piece. And, uh, and that, that was a moment that was like an aha moment where like, oh, like this, what? yeah, it isn't like, this is forever. This will be here forever. You know, like yeah. you would do pieces and you would, take a picture of your piece as you left because you didn't know if you'd ever see it again, mm-hmm. you know, and half the time, maybe more than half the time, you wouldn't see it again. Yeah. So now it's just like, yeah, you know, you've got this... It has a longer shelf life. It's, yeah, yeah, of course. Definitely, it doesn't matter. There's no it's expiration not, I mean, date. It does, of course. Like, if you're doing something site-specific, you're doing something for a certain community, then obviously you want it to ride. But most people will know my stuff from Instagram. They're not going to know it from, you know, necessarily yeah. seeing yeah. it around the block. Yeah. yeah, no, indeed, indeed. Uh, were you, when you first, your first piece, was it more character? Was it more style, handwriting? Was it just to throw up? Yeah, I, it was an easy transition for me to go from, you know, the drawings of every day to doing characters. And I was okay. one of the, with the character people in the crew. Um, crew was, was, was Sin 6, uh, short for Sinister 6. And that was, um, you know, taken from uh, the old uh, Spider-Man Mm. Uh, um, you know comics, and um, and so the, the the villains, and we had a couple of established writers who were really good at piecing, and we had one guy who was incredible at characters, uh, Mir. Um, but I was kind of like you know while I learned the ropes and doing letters, uh, the, the characters were like the easy you know easy way to get in, and. Um, yeah, I, I moved on to letters later, but it, characters was always my first love anyway. Yeah. 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 Well, was, was there a, a particular character that you like doing the most? Yeah, I had, um, if, it, if it was like, you know, like, oh, somebody's handed me a black book or something like that, I had this kind of like bald-headed, like, you know, B-boy character. It was, okay. it was early 90s, you know. Yeah, it was, yeah. I wasn't doing anything groundbreaking, yeah. you know. Okay. But it was, it, there was some style to it. And there was a couple times where I freestyle characters at different pennants, um, and you know they they came out all right. Uh, yeah. I, 
I, I will say this now, that my years doing graffiti, I did not, in my opinion, show the promise that, you know, you would think would lead to something We'd find ourselves greater. where we're at. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And I asked uh, uh, my friend Mako, um, who was uh, the leader of the crew, I asked him, I still talk to him, he's one of my best friends, and I talked to him a couple years back, and I was like, you know, like, thinking back when, when you were 18 and I was 15 or whatever, and I was, you know, in the crew, I was like, did you ever see, like, the promise, you know, in mm. me? And, like, he cut me off as I was saying, he was like, no, never. It was like, no. <laughs> you don't even have to finish the <laughs> yeah, thought. Like, I'm going to answer that question now. I was like, now. no, 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 no. I was like, wow. And not to say I was that bad, I wasn't. Like, there was, you know, people, people liked my stuff, but, mm-hmm. like, it was not... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was not that. Nothing yeah. there. What yeah. what was it like the moment that you went from or that uh you realized that people were going from doing this under the cover of darkness on their you know risking themselves right. um to actually people being acceptant of it and and actually wanting, you know, to commission. Yeah. It was, that was that was gradual. Um you know, I I I was I was doing I was doing graph in like early 90s to like um to early 2000s and and there was those times as you know early in my early 20s that you go to convenience stores or other spots are like all tagged up and be like hey you know maybe we could do something here for you you mm-hmm. know and and they wouldn't even entertain the idea even if you were providing the pain or anything you know yeah. just like you know, get out of your kid whatever yeah. and and then um for me it was I just happened to move to the Wynwood area in like 2000, 2004. And at that time, I was doing some graphic design and some other stuff, but I wasn't even touching cans at that point. And um, I don't know if you can call it serendipity or whatever, but um, I had an old friend of mine who was opening up a, a record store, uh, Sweat Records. Okay. But their original location was in Wynwood. And uh, uh, Lauren, uh, the owner, uh, she, she called me up. So she knew I used to do murals. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but at that point, you know, she knew me as being a graph writer. And uh, she asked me, like, hey, would you like to do something, you know, in our courtyard? And I said, sure, of course. And I don't even, I don't think that she paid any money or anything like that. She probably just paid me, for, you know, for the cans. Mm-hmm. And it was literally one of those things that was, like, it was as organic as it gets because I, um, I got hit up by the next-door neighbor, like the next-door, the business next door, you know, oh, okay. like saying, like, what I did then. Mm-hmm. And from then it was like, well, you know, there was more interest and, and I was thinking, well, maybe I should get myself a business card. Maybe I should make myself a website gotcha. and all that. But yeah. I, I never entertained yeah. any idea that like I was going to make money off. Gotcha. You know, it was like at that point, this is like, yeah, 2004 or something like that. I, I still thought it was absurd. So it was a pretty gradual thing, you know, another five years yeah. later and I start to see what Winwood is becoming and I'm like, oh, this, you know, this could happen. Yeah. But even then, it was like there was transition. I was still doing a lot of canvases, you know, thinking like the murals is not where the money is or whatever. And mm-hmm. you know, to this day, I don't. It's like I'm basically a hundred percent murals. I don't do any canvases anymore wow. unless somebody's like specifically commissioning something. And okay. Yeah. Damn. Um, me being an old head and and coming from that era, and then just being a, just a big fan of hip hop music, and you start to see how. Um, you know the the how technology has advanced people's capabilities to put to put something together mm-hmm. music wise or whatever i always i always you know i do the old the grumpy 
old guy uh, or uh, or the you know the Mister the Hip Hop Get Off My Lawn. Yeah. It's like if you guys only knew what we had to go through to like get music, as opposed to just punching a name and inside of a, a streaming site mm-hmm. and then you get in the music. So obviously, there's a difference between there's there should be. A, I imagine there's a generation of people artists that have come up in uh, in a time where it didn't exist for them to go writing on walls illegally. Yeah, well, there's a couple of things about that. Yeah, like, um, first, you mentioned the technology, and that is that was huge. That was mm. huge for me. Like, the first time that I started using, like, the next level of, of spray paint, when I say next level, in the, in, in the mid-'90s, uh, brands out of uh, Europe started coming up, you know, to replace your, your Rust-Oleum and your Krylon and those kind of... That the quality was just, like, light years ahead. Wow. And... The first, I remember the first time I used, um, so it was European cans, uh, uh, um, 94 uh, specifically, and I, I started just messing around, and the first thought I had was like, I think that I can, I think I can do something photorealistic with this. Mm. And that was never something I was like even considered, you know? Like, because yeah. your best, best characters in, in Graph were always going to be like a little, they, you know, they had like a little bit of... Um, not necessarily a cartoony vibe, but there was some abstraction. But this, I was like, I was immediately thinking, like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Okay. And it didn't work at first, and it took years, but, like, I, I, I stuck with it, and, like, I'm still doing stuff that's at least, like, somewhat photorealistic, you know, 20 years later, you know? Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the, tech, the technology was huge. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Today, there's a generation where, like, they can go. You can go to a major university, and they, in the art classes, there's, they'll teach you how to spray paint. Wow. They have like spray paint courses. Wow. You know, um, it's funny because, I, I know uh, a, a lot of people in the business now, and if you look at, you know, if you meet an older head, he's like 40, 45, whatever, mm-hmm. um, and he's doing spray paint you almost don't have to ask. Like, you know he was a graffiti writer because mm-hmm. back then, like, yeah. how else did you get into it? And so, like, that, the question arises a lot. It's like, oh, how'd you get into, you know, spray painting? And I'm like, well, if you knew, you know, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> yeah. like, like, like I'm, I'm over 30, yeah. right? Most cases, it's because of that. But, but yeah, if you're 35 or under, I think that a lot of times it's, it, you get a lot, it's a lot of variation, you know? A lot yeah. of them be like, oh, just messing around with cans in the backyard or, you know, whatever yeah. it was. Um, and then you have an entire generation that grew up with, like, with seeing the stuff on Instagram and seeing this whole, like, you know, this amazing uh, street art from all over the world that, that can inspire them and, you know, they start to emulate, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. You also, you're also, you also travel. It's not just the United States. Sure. You also travel places. Um, does that come by virtue of making connections here and then going abroad? Is that how that works? Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes it 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 all really depends. Um, I've had projects that have been offered to me abroad where, like, I just happen to have connections. That you know, the first gallery that I really had a partnership was uh, based out of Germany, okay. um, and being in this like street art and and in this graph game, like you start to meet heads from all over anyway. Um, and now it's it's like. It's like music, and it's a lot of uh, like a lot of other industries where it's it's a small world. You know, uh, you you kind of have to know a couple people in each city, and then those mm. people seem to know the same people in other cities and that kind of stuff. So, it's a case by case basis for me. I'll go if 
if there's a city that I really want to seek out and, and paint, mm-hmm. I'll try to get my, I'll, I'll try to get my, uh, my stay paid for and, and, you know, make sure that I get my wall set up and get, you know, my paint paid for and everything like that. But I might not, you know, ask for anything, you know, yeah. if I, um, like was the case in like uh, painting in Tokyo, you know, um, that was, everything was paid for for me, which was a great thing for me. And it was just like the honor of being able to, to paint mm, out there. Yeah. Um, the, those rules do not apply if I'm going to, you know, Philadelphia or somewhere in the States. Yeah. Like I, that's business, you know? Yeah. Um, that said, like when I was in Tokyo, I got hit up about doing a job in Kyoto and, mm-hmm. uh, and I was able to pay for a lot of the, you know, extraneous stuff in the trip from that. So it's, Usually a case by case thing. I wish I could give you like more of a straight answer, but like sometimes I get calls and emails from you know around, and other times it's like I seek people out. Gotcha. I think for me, I think I actually, I think I hit up Atomic um, and asked him who his contacts were in Tokyo. Okay. And he he got me in touch with you know some yeah. people out there. Yeah. Nice. So, um, <clears throat> what is uh like the. If, can you give us like a top three of the businesses that mostly reach out to you? Because I, sure. I mentioned earlier, like breweries. Is there oh, yeah. is there like a top three of yeah. businesses that are like? Yeah, yeah. Well, breweries for sure. Okay. And uh, the first one here in Miami was was Winwood uh, Winwood Brewing. I did the uh, original tap room okay. there, and then from that I, I did Wakefield, and have been working with Wakefield ever since. And I'm doing a new mural for them uh, this Basel. Um, Should do. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean down here. I, I think I've done like 10 or 11 breweries down here. Um, MIA and, and, uh, and Unbranded, like you said, and Beat Culture and yeah, a, a bunch. Um, so breweries for sure. And I, I have some interesting, some, some fun stuff coming up. I just did the Ology one in Tampa yes. um, last week. Allergies um, in Tampa? Or? Yeah, yeah. They were originally from it, Tallahassee. That's what I was going to say. Because yeah, the first got, time I went to Allergy exactly, was... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they got their new location in Tampa. in Tampa. It's great. Yeah, it's okay. excellent. Um, they took over the, the the old spot for Angry Chair up there. So that's right. Yeah. Okay, got you, got you. I, okay, so, gotcha. um, and I'm gonna go back in a couple of weeks. I got another mural. I'm gonna be doing for them over there. Oh. So, but uh, after that, the the breweries, the restaurants, that kind of thing, they kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I would say uh, hotels and um, and condos. A lot of condos. A lot mm. of like, yeah. Okay. There's it's become kind of an interesting trend uh, to have you know, little, like, accent murals or whatever, yeah. especially in the Wynwood or downtown area. Yeah. Um, and there's recently, um, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I know that a, a certain percentage of the budget for new developments has to go to art. Okay. So, you know, when they're, when they're doing that, they're usually allocating some, you know, some of the funds are like, like, yeah, sort of like a, a mural on the outside or maybe, a, you know, a pool deck or something gotcha. like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shouts to Render Ryder. I know he does that too. He's, he's been commissioned by hotels and living yeah. spaces and, and he gets busy. The same thing like you described, like an accent wall, they'll have him do. Right, um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hospitality. It's, you know, the tourism. It's, um, and then you have your, yeah, your, your residential areas too. Yeah. So uh, I, when you were talking about the, the hotels, living spaces, now I go back to your, your childhood mm-hmm. when you were drawing in the hallways. It's like when you share this with, with you know, like your mom, mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, look, I'm doing this now. <laughs> right. And yeah. it's totally okay. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they were, 
you know, they were supportive. Um, I, it's funny, like, I don't know if they necessarily just turned a blind eye mm -hmm. because it was, it was pretty obvious that I was into the, you know, graffiti stuff when I was in, when, when I was in high school. Um, I'm pretty sure they would have come down on me pretty hard if I ever I got into some serious trouble. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of close calls that I had, um, and thankfully, you know, I and and I had good enough grades that I, I went to college and I studied art in college and I took every course I could and I studied graphic design and everything else. So um, they were always supportive. Yeah, throughout, um, and I didn't know what I was doing. I never really considered. Like, oh, I'm going to make money off of art, but I knew that art was going to be a part of my life and it just kind of, yeah. you know, was able to happen that way. Damn, excellent. Yeah, that's, that's a great thing to hear. I, I, I always say it that it's, um, it's, it's having a support system. Um, even if you don't realize or you really don't have hopes on getting to a certain place. Um, oh, we got, we got samples. We got samples. Yeah, this is official. We, we're jumping ahead to the eat segment, I think. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. So um we just we just got the uh the opportunity to sample some of the jerk chicken that uh, excess is uh going to be mixing into a pasta. And um yeah, that's that is excellent. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> See, excess is not lying. And uh, somehow excess got me involved in a in an omelet cook-off between myself and and, and D Soul. Shouts to D Soul wow. who talks so much about his <laughs> I can't even picture D cooking anything. <laughs> Yo, shouts to D. Um, so D, yeah, I guess next time you're in the area, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna have to. My impression of uh, D so cooking an omelet. Yo, I got this, son. I got this, yeah. son. Watch out, don't worry about it, son. D, <laughs> D cooks omelets in Timberlands. <laughs> yeah. What the most comfortable footwear when you're in the yeah. kitchen? <laughs> oh man. Um, well, I uh, see now you just threw me off with the food. I'm like, Yo, where was I? No, well, actually, this is probably the best time to kind of give everybody. You mentioned Instagram earlier. Let them know where you're, uh, where they could find you, um, sure. where they can keep up with what you're doing, and even booking details, whatever you got going on. Yeah, so it's uh, C P W O N, like C P one, like what a race. I won a one. Um, that's the that, that's the best place. I'm checking yeah. that every day. Um, on there has got a link to my website, which is cp1art.com. Um, I do not spend a lot of time on the website. I probably should spend more, you know, with the blog and everything that's on there. But yeah, most of most of my inquiries go through uh, Instagram these days. So dope, dope. My peoples, y'all know what it is, man. We were just scratching the surface here. We're just getting that first layer of paint on there. We still got the brew segment, the beats, and the eats. So y'all stay tuned. I got CP in the house, DJ Excess. Is, is, is working magic in the background here. I wish you guys could kind of like smell. You probably could hear all the, you know, the clang clanging of the pots and pans. Uh, but you, uh, the, the smell that comes along with it and the taste that that was an excellent, excellent cooked chicken. I'm, I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Shouts, shouts to Jesse too. Jesenia's in the house. She wasn't going to miss a pasta dish and I don't blame her. Now I know why. Now I know why. My people, y'all know what it is. It's Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, and we have made it to the Bruce portion of the podcast. This is where I provide four beers for our guests to try um, while we're trying this beers. While he tries the beers, I might try some too, depending on how bad I want this episode to go. Um, 
And at the same time, I'll give you guys some information as to what we're drinking, uh, where it's from, so on and so forth. And then uh, in between beers, we'll get uh, CP's earliest beer memory, maybe the first time he tried one. Uh, just an, an anecdote maybe of the first time. You know, we could always ask. Yeah, that's always a good question. It's like, does the first one, do you still drink that first beer? Because a lot of people in the past on the podcast have said, yeah, I drank this for the first time I ever drank beer, and I never went back to it because it just it just left an unpleasurable pleasurable experience. Um, we'll also get into what he's drinking nowadays. We'll get more into art and breweries and, and how they go hand in hand. And uh, by the time it's all said and done, we'll get a quick uh, one through four, his most favorite to his least favorite of the four beers we try today. And yeah, I think that would make for a successful brew segment. So let's get into it. Um, this first beer we're going to try. Okay. It is from the Against the Grain Brewery and Smokehouse. It is called the Brown Note. It's an English brown ale. Clocks in at a 5% ABV. And it's brewed in Kentucky. We were just talking about Kentucky. Huh. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, a tour through Kentucky, Kentucky's uh, bourbon country. What do you think, CP? It's, it's what I expect in a brown ale. Okay. It's, um, it's, it's kind of sudsy, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty high in the carbonation. That's, it doesn't... You know, it's got a pretty low alcohol content. Yeah. Um, it's a little sweet. It's, uh, it's got flavor. Yeah. Okay. It's good. It's a good, like, it's a good opener. I think it's, you know, got good you. first beer. Yeah. yeah. Got you, got you. Um, and it does, I, I picked up on the aroma mm -hmm. up front. It also has an aroma that's, that's interesting. Um, probably common with, with, with brown, with uh, brown ales. Um, this is where I ask uh, your earliest... Beer memory. Um, you know, probably my earliest beer memories, shamefully, were, were, it had to be malt liquor. It had to be like 89 cent, 96 cent, you know, old English or mm -hmm. uh, Schlitz occasionally, if yeah. I was feeling fancy. Um, <laughs> now, when, when, I, when I started getting close, approaching the age that I was legal to drink, um, I, I remember specifically drinking uh, Guinness okay. and absolutely hating it, thinking it tasted like bile, you know? Wow. I was like, yeah, this is the worst thing. How could anybody do this? And then what's funny about it is that fast forward probably five years and that was my first, that was my first love. Was, it broke you, know, you down. Yeah, it broke yeah, Guinness was, <laughs> yeah, Guinness was my first favorite beer. Wow. And... I think some of that was like I, I spent a lot of time um, in the Bahamas, okay. and that's that's their beer over there. You gotcha. know, for people who don't know, um, they, there's a there's a brewery, a Guinness brewery in Nassau, and uh, Bahamian Guinness is delicious. It's okay. uh, a, a little stronger. It's got like a, a nuttier uh, flavor, and it's it's yeah, it's it's great with like fried fish and, and peas and mm. rice. And they know what they're, they're doing out yeah, there with the exactly. pairing because yeah, yeah, it, it yeah, really was fried um, fish. It's uh, warm or cold? No, cold. Cold, cold. 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 Yeah, okay. I, I think that's... It, well, I, I'm not going to say it's completely untrue. Like, you mm -hmm. know, the, having been to the UK a few times, and I, and I have been to Ireland, and I've, I've been to the, 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 the Guinness Brewery, mm. and they'll have it, they'll serve it there, like room... room they say room temperature. You're talking, you know, it's actually a little cooler than that. It's, it's, 
it, it's not super cold to the point that we might expect beers here, but yeah. it's still cold, you know? Gotcha. I, I've never had a warm beer over there. I don't know who drinks warm beers, but... Okay, yeah. got you, got you. <clears throat> um, damn, so can And that's funny, it's, it's a stark comparison to where you started off at with, you yeah. know, oh, like a Schlitz sure. or whatnot, and then you... Yeah, well, that was like a means to an end, you know? Word. We were not yes. we were not drinking those beers and, and then discussing afterwards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, many, uh, how many nights doing work... Uh, painting were yeah. fueled by slits. Yeah, right. No, I mean, yeah, too many. Um, it, I wasn't. I wasn't the type to 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 drink a bunch and then go, you know, like and knowingly do mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Um, and a, a lot of the work that I did would be honestly during the day because if I was going to to some some warehouse or some place that got knocked down after Hurricane Andrew or something. Mm. Um, it didn't really matter if it was daytime or nighttime and you okay. wanted to be able to see what you were doing. You know, I wasn't doing a lot of like, um, like quick you know, walls uh, on the side of like a, a highway or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that said, yeah, for sure. The two go hand in hand. I just, I think I tended to, Maybe I give myself too much credit, but I tended to know better. Like, I was like, yeah, that's not going to, oh, you know, it's, like, you. it's never going to come out good. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there were enough times I got embarrassed there. I was like drunk. And then the next day I'm looking at what I did. I was like, oh, like, man, that's, that's just. And then you have to hope that like it, it gets painted over quickly. You know? <laughs> the one, yeah, yeah. The one time you wanted to get painted over quickly, like nobody yeah. pays oh, attention sure. to it. It's yeah. up there forever. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. bad. Um, I'm going to get into the second beer. Sure. We're going to get into the second beer. This one here. It's from the Rheingeist Brewery, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it is uh, their Wowie. It's a fruit and field beer. It comes in at a 6.2%, and uh, it's out of Ohio. Whenever you're ready, give that one a go. I'm going to pour myself some up here. Okay. Yeah, that one. I might have needed a little. I mean, I might have needed a, a little like a water to you know to uh, to to break to cleanse the, the palate. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, because it's coming out. So, well, I don't know. What are what are you thinking? I, this one, I'm surprised because um, the uh, fruit and field. That's why I only pour. I was like, I don't know if yeah. you know CP messes with fruit and field beers. We spoke briefly about you know the beers you kind of lean to. So, so I was like, I poured you just a little bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I'm pleasantly surprised as this one. Um, it's it's sour adjacent, but it it's more fruit forward. Yeah, which you know, fruit and field it's, beer. I, I I like this one. It's yeah. It, it, to me, it's 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 closer to a mead. It mm. right. Um, Somewhere between a mead and a cider. Yeah. Right. 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 Or you know, yeah, you get into those like late harvest wines, like uh, you know, Sauterne or um, mm. yeah, yeah. This is actually good. It's it's actually I'm looking at the can and it says uh, ale with pineapple and passion fruit. Mm -hmm. That's very good. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, pleasantly second, surprised. On second sip, yeah, it's not. I I tried it. And I was a little bit overwhelmed. I was like, I thought it was like sugary, syrupy, and it's mm -hmm. not. No, it's it's yeah, it's good. Yeah, I think they did a great job with that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I'm tasting the the pineapple now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Yeah, at first, I, all I got was sugar, but that was because I think yeah, I just sipped the, the last beer the, too. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. I've, I've found that um, when I visited uh, Ciders, uh, 
cideries, cideries. I don't know. <laughs> a yeah. brewery that makes ciders. I, we're gonna call cider it a cider. Houses? Cider houses. Cider yeah. house. That sounds good. Um, and you try them, and they they can come off very sweet at times. And it's it's amazing to um, the beer you the, the first beer you drink after having ciders. It's it's such a welcoming like oh this tastes so like it's like this is what I was missing. It's right. just yeah. comparison between the two. Um, but shout out to my people who drink ciders. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, what are the beers you're drinking nowadays? Um, I it's funny. It's well, right now I have a fridge full of uh, Ology because I just came back from Tampa doing okay. the, the you know project up there, and nice. uh, they're they they specialize in uh, sours and IPAs. Uh, so I have a bunch of that, but uh, but they they have fantastic beers. Okay. Um, I. I find myself in Wynwood a lot, and if I'm in Wynwood, I'm usually making a stop over at Wakefield, and so I will, you know, I'm I'm a loyal customer, you know, okay. uh, uh, I'm a client, and 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 I work there, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, and I, I I I tell everybody though, like I just got lucky, like I I I could have easily been hired by some crappy companies to, to do work, but, mm. you know, getting started with Wimber Brewing and then having this partnership that I have had for years now with, with Wakefield, um, I've just been lucky because these guys are known all over the world. You know? Yeah. So how did, so what made them decide to just commission you to do everything there? Yeah. As it, opposed to just one wall and then. Right. It, that's a, that's a good question. It wasn't something that happened right away. Mm. Um, I'm not even sure they were they were taking a risk on me when they wanted me to do the tap room for the original when they first opened uh, like eight years back or whatever it was. I did um, these panels like these comic book panels of uh, Star Wars scenes, you know, from the from the first movie, and um, they they obviously they liked them enough that they kind of had me in mind and. Uh, I did like a, a Marvel, uh, like an Avengers thing. This was way before the Avengers movies. I did an Avengers thing in the tap. I'm not, I'm sorry, in the tap room, in the actual, uh, the brewery. Um, but at that time, they did have, like they had, uh, I think they had Bikismo do like a Darth Vader in the front. They had uh, A-Hole uh, did some of his eyes. And uh, I know that uh, Jeff Decal, who's uh, a great comic book artist, uh, he did uh, a mural, you know, in the front of the of the brewery as well uh so they had kind of like a, they were cycling through artists there was a good half dozen or so artists okay. and i don't know i did you know i did one i did two i did three murals for him uh it came a point where where john uh you know the the owner was asking me like oh could you do this and you know it was like oh can you do this um this comic book thing and i was like well sure i could and i think at the time i was a little bit busy i was like but you know i could give you the name of somebody who could who might be better at it, mm-hmm. and, and he's like, oh, okay, and then he just called me back later, and he's like, well, I'd rather you did it, if that's okay, and I was <laughs> like, I mean, all right, sure, you know, so, so it, it, it got me out of my comfort zone, because I wasn't doing a lot of that stuff, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing a lot of, like, the comic stuff, um, it's still not what I do best, but I can pull it off, and, yeah. you know, and clean with it, but... Um, it is kind of funny you get into these, like we're talking about the circles, like the small circles of art. Like there's, yeah. there's people who only know me for like the Star Wars stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that I do with the sci-fi stuff I do yeah. at, at Wakefield. 
because they, they, they associate me with, with that, you know, and I'll get people to ask, like, oh, do you do anything other than Star Wars? I'm like, yeah, it's the only <laughs> place I do Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Um, over, what's the most, I guess, common thing they ask you to draw, now that we're talking about? Um, I mean, you're talking about, like, at breweries or that specific Or just one? in general, just places you're doing. Do they, do they see the photorealism stuff and decide that's yeah. the one? Or? So that's what you hope. You know, and uh, I've I've had some I've had some projects in the past, like you know, a couple of years where it's it's funny. I, I got to go back one step. Like you'll you'll get prospective clients who will see your work and and they'll be like, oh, you can draw people well. Oh, you can draw cars well. Whatever. It's like I, I got some plants I want you to draw, you know? And you're like, oh, okay, I can do that, but, like, why not get a guy who does plants, plants, you know? Yeah. Um, that still happens a lot, but when you show some consistency, you know, you show a certain style, hopefully they start to, you know, say, like, oh, this is this guy for this type of project, mm -hmm. right? There was, um, there was an old Mitch Hedberg uh, line. He said, uh, he's like, yeah, you know... Um, I love, I, I'm butchering it, but I, say, I love doing stand-up you know, comedy, but like out here in, in Hollywood or whatever, they're always asking you if you want to, you know, you want to write, you know, can you write? You're like, sure, you can do stand-up, but can you, can you write comedy? And uh, he's like, that's like going to like a great chef. He's like, yeah, but can you farm, you know? <laughs> and and I, I do kind of feel like that sometimes. It's like, because people will ask me like, oh yeah, I love your stuff. Can you do this like really crazy abstract, you know, work? And I'm like, yeah, I can, but, but why not get somebody who, you know, yeah, does that? Every that's day, more that. of their lane. Then. Right, yeah. So I, I, I do refer a lot of work to other artists, and that, but that becomes a luxury, you know? It's like, because you know in the back of your head, like, well, I'm taking money out of my you know, pocket, mm. to, but it's better deserved somewhere Correct. else. So um, I've been fortunate enough that to get a name... Uh, and kind of like uh, there is this little, I think, more of an understanding, like this is the stuff that I do. And, mm. you know, so I don't get so many of those calls anymore. Gotcha. Gotcha. Let's get into this third beer. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one here is. Uh, you know what I was. Well, OK. I was. That would have been funny if I would have picked a beer. And maybe we, there's still one here, but pick the <laughs> beer that you might have painted something at. But this is from the Lupulin. Lupulin? I'm going to go Lupulin Brewing. It is their eight count. It's an American IPA. There you go, sir. Yep. Uh, it clocks in a 7.5% ABV, and it's out of Minnesota. We'll give this one a go. Let's see where we're at. Hmm. What do you think? What'd you, say, what'd you say the percentage was? Seven point five. Yeah. It's got. Yeah, but you know what? It's not. Um, there's there's enough fruit in that, right? That it's not it's not killing me. The the hops. Are, no, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, you get a little bit uh, on the jaw, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not. Yeah. Mm -mm. Not bad at all. I like it. I like this one. I, I these are all selected blindly. I just went through mm -hmm. a, a location that had a bunch of them, and I'm just like, this looks interesting. That looks interesting. I really like this one. 
yeah. considering like we said like I said off camera I mean off camera off microphone I'm not an IPA fan uh, IPA fan this one to me the reason it's palatable to me is because I get a almost a tea taste like mm. an herbal yeah right like an herbal taste yeah um, yeah sure which I, I think that's more prevalent to me at least to my palate than any hop taste yeah so but that tea I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say herbal tea. I could get what you're saying. I mm-hmm. was gonna say I was gonna say like a peach tea or yeah, okay, like a stone fruit type mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. even the fragrance to me up front smells like yeah, it's so you're interesting. Right. Yeah. Almost has like a almost has like an Arnold Palmer mm. fragrance up front. Arnold Palmer, strange. Okay, but but needless to say, I, I think what this was is I? one that I I would go back to. I'm trying to remember where I was recently where they, where they said, like, oh, yeah, no, we call that a Tiger Woods. I'm like, well, it makes so much more sense to call it a Tiger Woods. <laughs> half and half. It's a mix. It's yeah, a mix. Right. Yes. Yes. It's all about branding. Yeah. Somebody got out in front of Tiger Woods and right, named exactly. it Arnold Palmer first. Time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, world traveled. Um, any beer drinking stories from just your travels? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, the closest thing that I've had to, like, um, like a geeky beer trip was was, I, I took a trip uh, three years ago to um, go up to um, Belgium and the Netherlands, and I already mentioned that I I love Belgians, so mm-hmm. uh, flying in, stayed in uh, Brussels and was didn't even know, but my hotel was like less than two blocks away from Delirium, you know. So wow. Like first okay. night, just like going <laughs> in, like you know, they got the the. The, the, the biggest beer menu in the world, you know, and just going through like this encyclopedia, wow. like out of, you know, just completely overwhelmed. <laughs> like know, a book of spells. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> they actually, they sell, they sell the, like the, the beer list there, you know, as okay. like a souvenir. And it's like this, like, yeah, this fat book. Wow. Um, no, that was, um, that was really cool. Going to like an actual like trap, um, mm-hmm. a trap monastery, you know, um, I think it was the only one left in Belgium that was mm. still, uh, yeah, still making beers, uh, Trappist. And um, besides that, I, I, yeah, definitely drinking a, drinking a Guinness in, in Dublin is up there. Gotcha. Um, and then I drank a lot of beer in, in, in my travels in Japan as well. Um, they're, they're big drinkers out there. I don't know yeah. if you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've never been, but I'm wondering. That's a, that, and that kind of leads towards my like where I, the uh, the next question I was going to ask is like, what are the communities like when you show up to a place that's kind of like the local watering hole, like right, yeah, as opposed to here. Um, what's yeah, that? Yeah, well, you know, one thing that I, one thing I love about uh, the UK is uh, they have much more. There's you're much more likely to like clock out at your nine to five. Mm-hmm. And go straight from your work to the pub, okay. and just to like, and you'll go there with your coworkers, and you'll mm-hmm. have one or two, and then you'll go home, you'll make your dinner, and you'll stay in for the night, as opposed to I think what is the the norm here in the U.S. is like you'll go home, yeah. you know, you change, you whatever, you'll have your 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 food at home, and then you'll go out and you'll just get hammered, but even you know, drinking, yeah. and, and I think it's just it's it's more of like a. a a social thing, you know, um, and it's not, I, I don't, I feel like it's almost like a different intentions, right? It's like, um, mm. you're just, you're just there just for a quick one or two, you're just there, you know, you know, and it's like, and so they have this like, 
like a, a real happy hour kind of thing, but like daily. So around gotcha. five o'clock, six o'clock, you see the pubs are slammed, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I always appreciated that. I think there's probably even, I, I think that you can say that a lot more is affected by that. You're, there's more community, right? Yeah. You know? Um, so I, I, I feel like it's a little healthier than what we got, right? Um, the other side of that is like, yeah, Japan, they're, they're very straight-laced about everything, and then like they're drinking, they just go hard on their drinking, you know? Really? Yeah. One thing I didn't know is a huge fans of highballs out there. Um, highballs, like, menus will have, like, pages and pages. Really? Yeah, highballs. There's yeah, that many variations of highballs? Yeah, I mean, every, yeah, exactly, right. They'll just Damn. mix whiskey and, and, and uh, soda with, like, just any fruit or anything. Like, you know, so you and get, all like, that. Your yeah. cucumber highball, your, yeah, kiwi or whatever it will be, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the beers over there, there's a few... Um, microbrews, but it still hasn't caught on, okay. you know, yeah. to an extent as like in Europe and other places. Um, uh, I, I still, I would, I still have the most fun probably going out drinking beer in, in Europe. Yeah. Wow. That's so, and the, it doesn't get, like you said, it doesn't get any more communal than, the, you know, you leaving work and for the, for the most part, several coworkers going with you to this place to just kind of like yeah. wind down the day, have one or two, and then still in your mind, you know that you have to get to, you know, you got to get home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that kind of will curb, you know, how much you do. Um, yeah, and then I guess it, it helps in a place like London that there's a pub on every corner, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. so literally, you know, yes. it's like it's right there. It's yeah. like, oh, come on, just stop for one, just one. Like, oh, all <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, it's not like me where I, where I reside that I think the closest brewery has to be 25 minutes yeah, driving. Right, right. So <laughs> you really, yeah, yeah, now you're making it, like now you have yeah, serious now, plans. Like, yes, you know, now I, yeah, correct, correct. Let's get into this fourth and final beer. All right. This one's from the Anderson Valley Brewing Company. This one here is their bourbon barrel stout. It's an American stout, clocks in at a 6.9%. Is this what... Uh, this is what DJ XS is, yeah. is so happily sipping on there while he's working his magic. I was going to. I didn't want to reveal your uh, secret identity, you know? Identity. Correct. Yeah. No, and the, the tough part is that if you said it, like, none of the listeners would be like... How is this Omar character? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this Omar? Yeah. So Talk about say, from the wire? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Omar, Omar coming. No. <laughs> Definitely not. So yeah, this is what XS is sipping over there. Um, did you give that one a go already? I, did, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I did. All right. Go, well, sip. whenever you're ready, just yeah. hit him with your thoughts. Let me know what sure. you think about that one. Yeah. It's. It's not. It it. it for the alcohol percentage, mm -hmm. um, it's it's definitely a little lighter. Uh, it's not as thick. It's not as syrupy, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's a. Uh, I, to me, it tastes more like a like a medium porter. It leans more towards right. yeah, because yeah. of the, the the there's not like you said it doesn't have that density. It's not. Yeah. It's a little more viscous, right. um, and it yeah it leans towards that. I, I'm really messing with this one. I'm. I, I really like the flavor of this one. Yeah. It doesn't lend to like a lot of adjuncts, so you don't get the over amount of like, you know, this, like it's a syrupy or the sweetness. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I think. Um, yeah, this one's good. I, I think I'm messing with this one too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Excellent. Um, it's that time. Yes. CP, uh, a real quick one through four. Sure. Your, your most favorite to your least favorite of the four you have in front of you there. I am going. <clears throat> Number one. The eight count? The eight count, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that okay. surprised me. Um, I'm going... Number actually number two with the Wowie. The Wowie, okay. And then number three with the Stout. Got you. Yeah, yeah. And yep. the brown ale bringing up the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 a pretty strong one through four there. And there's not a bad one in the bunch. Um, and the brown ale is good. It's mm-hmm. just it's I don't think it's going to surprise or or it's it's not. Correct. It's not going to catch anybody off guard. And then it's just got stiff competition considering what what we experienced with the IPA. Shit, at least what I experienced with the IPA. That was... Yeah, 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 that that, that was a great surprise. You're pretty close there? You you, you would switch? Yeah, I would... um, Just being that I would... No, you know, I would would have to give the IPA its respects and put it up front like that. We're pretty close there. I think we're pretty close there. Um, I, I really like you the stout, stout too. Yeah. The stout is the tricky, yeah. The yeah. stout's the tricky one that might jump into two, and then the uh, the Ryan guys, the Wowie, into the third slot. But yeah, that's that's pretty on point to what I was thinking. Damn, see, my people, I'm I'm, I'm evolving, I'm evolving, I'm, I'm enjoying IPAs now. Everybody <laughs> was waiting for this moment. Um, I'm sure, I'm still sure that there's moments, there's IPAs out there that I wouldn't mess with, but uh, but it's not about me. Uh, CP gave us his one through four. He gave us the stories. He told us about um, experiences worldwide, and uh, and yeah, man, we we officially we officially went through the brews. So y'all know what it is. It's Brews Beats and Easter Podcast. Stay tuned for the beats. What about the beats? The beats. Beats. The beats. The beats. 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 Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast, and we have reached the Beats portion. Uh, this is the portion of the podcast where we get to know our guests' musical taste, um, the music they came up listening to, um, what's on their playlist now. Uh, we could even discuss uh, maybe like a, a musical guilty pleasure, something that some people might be caught off guard to realize, oh shit, CP listens to this too? Um, time to embarrass myself. Yeah, it's kind of like a prerequisite. Time for the weirdo shit. <laughs> this, this is the part where it gets weird. <laughs> yes, and and we do have we do have a mic now in front of DJ Excess. Right. Uh, let's make sure that his uh, his headphones sound nice. All right. Yep. All right. There you go. Oh, the head claps. <laughs> Um, so yeah, with, without a further ado, let's get right into it. Uh, CP, um, early, early musical influences or experiences. What was that sure. like? Uh, <clears throat> my, my parents weren't really into a lot of, uh, different kinds of music or anything like that. I just, I, it was just turning on the radio, you know, and everything I got. But what was interesting is that my next door neighbor, who was my best friend as a little kid, um, his older brother was a was a DJ, um, and their, their family was from New York. They moved from New York down to Miami, and um, so I got like early mixtapes from his older brother, like you know LL Cool J and C and stuff like that. So I was introduced to, to hip hop really really uh, young, but I never really delved into it until um, until later, like you know middle school and all that. And then uh, at that point, it went from like. Like public enemy to going into like more of like the um, like 
to like De La Soul and Tribe and mm. that kind of stuff. And, you know, just exploded from there. Yeah. It went hand in hand with the with the graph stuff and came. You know, it was mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the soundtrack that was happening at the time was yeah, absolutely everything that fell in fell that, into that. That said, I mean, I, I was into a lot of different other stuff, and and I uh, I worked my entire time I was in the in college. I worked at a, at a record store. Uh, I worked. Oh, do you remember? Well, do you remember CD Solution? The, the name's familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So CD Solution. I worked there for a little while, and then I worked at Virgin, uh, the Virgin Mega Store in oh, okay. uh, South Miami. Yeah. Wait, was this, so was the CD Solution the one with? Um, where people you they'd had trade trade mm-hmm. sell yeah it was like okay. right it was gotcha. right next to Specs which well, that was the whole like that was the hilarious thing it was like it was next door to Specs so people would just steal from Specs and they're like here you go and they were like five <laughs> yeah. bucks for your CD it was still wrapped yeah. why is this plastic container still right. hanging from oh no there's no there's no questions yeah no, no questions asked yeah. you guys knew what was going on yeah, yeah. right yeah. Why, um, why yes we will yeah. buy this for five dollars <laughs> yeah what was so besides the mixtape what was um, do you remember maybe the first uh, tape you bought yeah. Um, or stole. Or right. stole. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, so I'm, I'm just trying to think like well, what I was really into. Uh, of course, I was thinking like a little kid, like, you know, Michael Jackson was everybody like Michael Jackson, yeah. I feel like. Um, did you have the jacket? No, no, no. But I was, I was, I was jealous of the, my friend who did, you know. Was it the, the yeah. Thriller one or the yeah, beat right, one? Yeah, it was the red, yeah, Thriller, right. Okay. Yeah. With, the, yeah, with the black with outline. With the V, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I wanted sure. the beat it one. A buck of it. Of course, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can probably get it now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, live, your, live your childhood dreams. <laughs> Make it happen, son. Get the beat yeah. jacket. Yeah. Uh, um, no, it was it was funny because like, it was like this, um, I don't know, this like rabbit hole. I, I, I'll go down, you know, like listening to stuff off the radio and then just like picking up from different stations. Like, oh, you know, so yeah, it was, it was everything. It was classic rock. I got into like metal and, you know, um, and I guess I'd never changed, but like through middle school, through high school, even in through college, like hip hop was my number one love, but it definitely started to veer, um, you know, early 2000s, mid 2000s. I'm going to be the crusty old man now, I guess, and say like, you know, well, just hip hop wasn't as good, you know, to me. I just feel like, I don't know, yeah. maybe, maybe it was just a matter of like growing up or whatever, but yeah. You're developing a certain taste in your ear. I mean, the years that we sat there and listened to what we grew up with, you're kind of, you're... You develop the ear for certain things, um, sure. And I have tell people all the times like, what they got, what there, what there is to offer today, as far as rap or hip hop. Um, I know a lot of it's not made for me, yeah. And I get that I'm t- I'm fine with it, but there's but sure enough, I will find and I have found the stuff that kind of appeals to me. There's no shortness of that either. Again, by virtue of um, you know the technology being what it is and people being able to put out music and no one telling them can't do that right. so it's, it's not a double-bladed sword yeah where it's like it, it it could be used for good or for evil depending on what your your hip-hop affinity is you know that's how i see it yeah right i mean i always be attracted to like the old like boom bap claudio used to put us onto all the uh, all the joints back in the day because he's the only one that had the ride he had a car. Uh, what the? What was that? There was a black, the black oh joint. Like I, yeah, my very first car was like a piece of shit, like Chevy Cavalier. But yeah, but I had we like a nice system in it. Well, he, we used to all pile into that though, <laughs> and like you know, he had AC. You know what I'm saying? And all tents, and we would just be riding out, and like he would always play. What well, like I don't, I don't know what year was that, but it was a Helter Skelter was like yeah, heavy, right, right. heavy getting heavy, heavy play. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. that shit was mad fun. Like I, I remember just riding out, and Claudio would always, or he'd be like, yo. Oh, did you know they sampled this from this? And then he's the one that put us on the like 
Porter's head. I don't want to say us. I'm talking about more me because yeah. they might have HN be like, nah, we've been new about that because maybe they did. I don't know. But, but definitely put you on to that. Put me on to that shit. I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. And that's and that's an upside to being uh, open to listening to all types of music like you were saying earlier. You oh, listen yeah. to a little bit of everything. So you right. were able to draw lines between like, oh, this sounds like, oh, this comes from that. Well, usually, yeah, right. As, as, a, as a kid, you'd, you know, listen to your... You'd listen to the rap tracks and then later, like, you'd find out maybe, like, oh, that's an old soul, you know, album from whatever. Like, but, yeah, I got to a point where I was, you know, working in the record store and everything and, and like, being introduced to so many different kinds of music. Sometimes I would listen to, I would know the original before, like, you know, it would get sampled. They'd be like, oh, Buster mm. Rhymes is a sample in Stereo Lab or something from France, you know, or whatever, you know. Yeah, that was, that, that was always, like, fun. It's like you're, like, you know, you got, like, a, you kind of, like, a... I don't know. You you you've been told the you know the secret to some type of recipe or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something that it's not common knowledge, and you found right. you, you you accessed it. No, that's excellent. Uh, what can you find on your playlist nowadays? Um, it's it's pretty eclectic. I will say <laughs> that right now. What what? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm like it's pretty eclectic. I'm like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Cause, yo, his 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 yeah. musical taste is crazy. Like I, I don't mean that in a bad way, but he, yeah. his musical taste is crazy. He, yeah. he has like a he always anytime like I'm telling with him, he always like yo. Did you hear this? Did you hear this? Did you hear this mixtape? Did you hear this? I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, it's it's overwhelming. Like, so I'm just laughing because you asking him that question and I know in his mind he's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Yeah, that was the, the Doogie Howser music actually. I don't know if you realize yeah, But that. you know what? I mean, I can I can give you I can give you boring answer though. I mean, like, not boring, but I'm just saying no, like. No, don't fucking like, do boring. Right, yeah. Um, no, like, album that I was, that I was really into, been really into this last, um, I don't know, six months or so is uh, mind mind chatter. One word, like you know, okay. mind, um, and it's just kind of like um, like more of like a chill. I hate to say like it's not techno. It's like it's it's a little bit electronic, you know. But um, it's it's there's a little bit of that boom bap in there, you know. It's got like yeah, it'll make you, you, you nod your head a little bit. Um, I don't know, man. Like I, I it, and you were talking about um, off mic. Um, about like the you know more like embarrassing um, stuff you listen to like I wouldn't say embarrassing but I do listen to a lot of like smoother stuff I never really got into pop like it's funny like I I, um, I couldn't tell you like I don't know I'm so out of the loop when it comes yeah. to like any of the names you know I feel like definitely old man you know yeah. like you hear anybody like I don't know any any of the things but then like um, like it'll be like some like dream pop stuff like Beach House or something and uh, you know I'll, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll know about that like like right away kind of thing so yeah I, I definitely have gotten more in like the, the, the chill vibes you know okay. um, and definitely there's like I still a soft spot for like a lot of like a, a alternative and like more of like you know independent groups um, and and hip hop is like every now and then you know what's funny uh, you know what name popped up because I guess he just dropped an album this last week it's Cormega yeah I heard yes. that was like supposed yes. to be pretty good yeah he dropped the the uh, it's, he named it, I think, the same thing, but yeah, it's a, the, right, the new version. Yeah. yeah, what was it called? The Realness? The, the, realness, I, the yeah. realness. Realness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and the vinyl is like uh, baby blue, like sky blue. Gotcha. Yeah. He's got, a, couple, he's got like a track or two with Nas on there, yeah. He might? I, yeah, I don't know. Knows, I, yeah, but yeah. I definitely want to peep I, I know it, there's a... I haven't heard the project, but that's probably why um, that one of his songs was thrown into my, like, release radar or whatever on Spotify, and it was uh, it's called American Beauty. Yeah. Mm. Um, he kind of does the whole, like, hip-hop is kind of like picks up where common left off or kind of like a, a interpolation 
okay. like you know, th- like I used to love her. Yeah, like I used to mm, love wow. her. Wow. Um, so and I and I thought that was pretty interesting. And I, and I'm listening to it. and I'm like, man, why did I never sit through a whole Cormega album? Like yeah. I've never sat through it. Him or Az. Like I never sat AZ's through a, whole a Az. Album. The last album that he and, came out was pretty good. Yes, that's why I'm saying yeah. this. So I was like. Well, it's it's weird though. I feel like the, uh, there's a lot of artists, uh, and I guess those two could definitely be lumped into that. Is that their music ages well? You know what I'm saying? Because mm. w- once you, it's almost like the older you get, like you listen to it, you're like, oh shit, yeah, he was yeah. saying some some shit in here. You know, yeah. I was just too young and dumb. You know what I'm saying? We, catch all of it. We we had an interesting conversation not too long ago about like what what music from then didn't age well, mm. especially in like in, in hip hop. You yeah. know, and 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 and. You you had your own thoughts, and I was I was saying like the early early nineties like late eighties like that trend uh, like that Public Enemy kind of started of like using like the sirens yes. you know uh, like that is just yeah. like that's so terrible now. I was like, how did anybody listen to that? Like, Wah, <laughs> I'm like yeah, but yo, funny or, or enough, Gangstar, but, um, uh, who's gonna take the weight? Right, like, right. But yeah, yo, yeah. but funny enough though, like. Um, Public Enemy is definitely one of those groups that, like, it, even if you weren't a fan of theirs back in the day for whatever reason, if you listen to them now and you listen to how political they were, oh sure, yeah, you're like, oh yeah. shit, this guy was really saying right. some shit. He right. just wasn't ready for it like, I just, when we were younger. I, I just feel like you know you go in the same time period and like you know like Kooji rap was. You listen to his stuff, and yeah. you listen to it, and right, right, yeah. No, for also, sure. dropped a song yeah. recently with him and Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Oh, I saw that, but I didn't get the people though. But I, saw, I did see that on uh, on IG shit. That shit popped up. I was like, pretty good. Uh, oh, you you got you heard? I heard it. I heard okay. Uh, Is it the part where you're gonna be playing it in the background while we're talking yeah, yeah, about while it? Yeah, we're talking about it. It'll be playing in the background. Yeah, all, right, all post production. Um, <laughs> what's entertaining? Well, what's interesting was that it's like it's dope to see those two on the same track. Wasn't necessary though. Right, it yeah. wasn't necessary. Damn. Like G Rap could have just held on to that whole track; it would have been fine. Okay, um, Big Daddy came. It kind of was not. It, it it he wasn't on. To me, it didn't seem like on topic. Like his, mm. his ver- not wasn't a bad verse. It just didn't fit the the so, mold of what was gotcha. going on. So yeah, CP one um, live shows, concerts, um, any concert experience that really stands out to you? Yeah. Uh, for sure, um, <clears throat> I I remember seeing um, and and for the Miami heads, maybe some of you remember this. I, I remember seeing um, Goody Mob and, and De La um, at Cameo, wow. and, and, and Goody Mob had a live and This is like you know ninety four, ninety five, whatever it was, like ninety five. Um, that was. A, a little bit ahead of his time to have that, and, and that was that was a fantastic show. You know, as far as hip hop shows go, I've seen a ton of hip hop shows at this point. You know, did a lot of um, like those Rock the Bells tours and those kind of things, and and um, been really fortunate um, through the years to see just about you know to to be able to check off all almost all the people on the list uh, um, I wanted to see. Never got a chance to see uh, Biggie before he died. Did you? Did you, did you I saw Biggie. Yeah, I, saw, I saw Biggie at Crowbar. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was nah, one of the ones I missed. And he was about yeah. to square up with the sound man because the sound man was fucking... But I, I'm like, now looking back, I'm like, was that fake? Like, was that staged? Yeah. Because right. it worked out perfect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he right. was like, doing like the faces and shit, like he was going to fight him. I was like, oh shit, shit's about to get real. Yeah. Then he went into the song. I was like... Uh, <laughs> as, as, as far as like really great like hip-hop shows, that one stands out, the Goody Mob one. Um, uh, Red Man's always great. Mm-hmm. KRS is always great. Um, the Roots are always great. Mm. 
I still haven't seen them. Yeah, you haven't seen them. Live. Yeah, because uh, yeah, uh, this last time I didn't even mean to. I was up in Brooklyn and they were playing the last night. Oh, over, that must uh, be great. Yeah, Prospect Park. What was that group that you t- I, you put me on to? It was like these chicks. I want to say, was it Peaches? Yeah, well, that's one. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, one, one big. It's one chick? Yeah, but that's like no, a long was time ago. It had to be a long time ago. Yeah, no, it was mad long. It was, it was me, you, and Mike. We was on the right, beach. Right. And you was like, oh, this uh, concert. It was like some... Uh, oh, yeah, because she, she, she did a free concert on the beach for like uh, Art Week. Like, that Basel shit was crazy. Yeah. She was like, yeah. sucking on my titties <laughs> like you wanted me. I was like, yo, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all chicks. She yeah. had a song called Fuck the Pain Away. Right. I was like, yeah. Yeah. wow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those times Claudio put us onto some new shit. Like, yo, yeah. check this shit out. I mean, him and Mike knew. I was, all, I'm always like the one, like, what the fuck? Yeah. This exists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's bound, it's bound to. I mean, everybody get you know, especially now with um, trying to come up with clever ways to capture people's attention. Right. Like people are doing whatever. They'll throw anything at the wall and be like, it's just whatever. You know, for the sake of getting people and people to. People are tuned into it just because it's like, oh, it's it's risque and it's like, and it's on another level because we had our version of like, you know, Madonna was wild and yeah. Madonna was out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, right. so it evolves, it definitely evolves. So peaches, I'm gonna have to look for that song now. They, yo, they've they've had them in mad movies. They've used them for like yeah. mad movies. I right. forgot what movies that fuck the pain away. It's on a, some kind of movie like on yeah. some car chase. Yeah, it wouldn't. They're like fuck yeah. the pain away. I was right. like, oh shit, I seen these bitches. Probably like Baby Driver or something like that. Was right. that, yeah. that movie? Nah, no, it wasn't Baby Driver, but it was definitely something else. It was like something older and shit. Because yeah. we we watch a lot of movies also. We're definitely like movie we'll, heads we'll, and shit. We'll edit that in. You got the answer <laughs> for it. Yeah. Yeah. He'll find it. He'll throw it yeah. in there. Right, right. I got to look for Your best excess impression. Right. Sync it. Justin taught yeah. Bake It play right. at the same time. Yeah. Synchronizing. There you go. Synchronizing. Yeah, yeah. You just start over like, oh, I know what it is. It was... Yeah. Oh man. Damn, so see that so that's it's tricky when somebody's that well versed in not well versed, but that's very uh um in tune with various styles. It's oh. hard to get like the one well, no. guilty pet Okay, pleasure. no, well yeah, right, right, right. Now this is this is almost like I feel like I'm cheating to say this. Like, but this is like if you're talking about musical experience, like I, I, I you'll 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 understand why. Um, this is like the the trump card because like I um, right before COVID hit, um, it was like you know it was March. I uh, in, in February I got a I got a call that um, the Marley family was interested in in, in commissioning me to do a project in in Trenchtown in, wow. in Kingston. So of course I was like yes, you know. So I went down there and. Um, the project was they were there. The, the Marley family had um, they're opening up an after school center, right? And so they wanted murals for the, the after school center. And uh, the grand opening, the unveiling of the center was going to be um, the weekend of Bob Marley's 75th birthday. Wow. And every year they have an all day concert in Kingston at his old like compound at his old house and everything. And so, you know, we got invites. Um, Crave, I, I invited Crave because Crave was a huge. Um, is a huge um, Marley fan. And so I, I told them, I was like, you know, I can do this, but I'm gonna, it really would be better if I had a second person, right? You know, and they're like, oh, okay. And then, you know, like, I'm like great, you got to get over to Jamaica tomorrow. You know, <laughs> it was literally the next day, just like, okay. You know, and um, so, yeah, we got, the, the, the concert starts 7 a.m. and goes through to the night, you wow. know, and yeah, <clears throat> and hanging out with some of the family and the friends and, and just That's being great. out there, like, yeah, that was pretty crazy. And like, you know, it's, it's kind of like an honor for, for different people to be um, 
to ask to perform there. And then the headliners are usually like the Marley's kids. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, you got Damien and Julian and, and all those guys, you know, they're the ones that wrap up the, the show. So that was a pretty crazy experience. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I'm sure, you know, an event like that brings everybody out. Yeah. It right. brings everybody yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then like, and, and what's funny is that going into, um, into Kingston at, the security, you know, airport security, they were asking, like, have you been to China? And I was like, no. You know, like, what a, like, what a weird question to ask. <laughs> have I been to China, you know? And then, like, sure enough, like, you know, three weeks later, four weeks later, it's like, oh, cool. that's what they meant. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How much weed did you smoke out there, though? Uh, Copious amounts? So much. Yeah. Yeah, so much. Um, and there was the reason for that is um, immediately, like, they, they gave us some, you know, and by the way, um, Guinness in Jamaica, different than Guinness in Bahamas, different than Guinness in the United States, really? different than Guinness in, okay. in Ireland. Yeah. Okay. yeah Stronger? Yeah. Or? yeah, like uh, the strongest is the Bahamian, for sure. Okay. Um, I would say second is, is Jamaican, then Irish, and then, you know, ours. Oh. Um, but, but yeah, so they, 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 they gave Crave and I some to start with. And, you know, we, we had... And we didn't complain. It was like a, it was a fair amount for like the four days we were there or whatever. And but the next day they gave us like just a ton more. And and so before going out that day, you know, to to start painting, we we're like we're going to break all this up and we're you know make sure that we. So we started just like rolling these baseball splits and 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 we're going to do our best to try to get through all this because we're not, you know, right. you know we're not going to happen. Yeah, we're not going to be embarrassed, right? Yeah. But we're not going like, to be embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Because you can just it's imagine just like, the judgment that's going to be passed right, right, after right. you guys walk right. away and there's yeah. a bunch well, of it left over. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so you know, yeah, going through this, like, you know, pillow sack full of, right, yeah. But, and, but what was really funny is that, um, so everything that we had was, like, Essentially, like what they were smoking on is like um, just kind of like backyard homegrown stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But it's it's great, and 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 we were like remarking it, like how it's just it you can smoke it all day, you know, and like you're never at any point are you like I just got to take a five hour nap or anything. You can it, you can continue to sort of get through, you know, just like smoking it regularly, yeah. um, and that's what everybody's doing. Like I mean, like the construction workers at the site are there's one guy who's consistently rolling something and it's always being passed around, wow. you know? And, and I went back and I, I talked to a couple of um, um, professionals in the business, you know, you say, um, and I was like, why, like, why was this so good? And, and one person like, you know, pointed out, I was like, well, the, the, the regular weed that you're getting is it, it essentially it's, it's all, um, it's, it's either, it's either cultivated for CBD or it's it's not it's THC, right? You know, and if it's THC, there's no CBD in it, and if it's CBD, there's no THC in it, mm -hmm. essentially. But like the homegrown stuff is like both, so you're getting that really like mellowness wow. out of the CBD, and you're getting that THC at the same time, and it's just chill. And as you know, and like I said, so but the problem that arose was that like the second day we were there, Crave ended up with a cough. And he was and he was sick. And to this day, he was like, you know, he's like, I'm not sure if that was COVID or, not or whatever, you know. And I might have had COVID. Yeah, I might have had COVID, right? And so and you, you smoked know, with him. 
Yeah, right. Well, I mean, no, no, that was the thing is we had so much that we had like our own personals. We didn't oh, okay, have to, we didn't there have to share. There was no cross-contamination. Yeah. No cross <laughs> <thing for you. laughs> yeah. And we had second, you know, separate rooms and everything, so it was fine. Um, yeah, I, I never got sick, but the problem was, and now, like, it was um, my responsibility, it's my shoulders to smoke, like, this ridiculous amount. <laughs> you had to out, you had yeah, to do it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and it was way too much for me to handle, and um, I did my best, and he will say, to this point, and to this day, he will say, it's like, you know, you, you, you did good, you did good, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like, you held us I, down. I, yeah, you held us yeah. down. And then it was, the, but there was a moment of shame. So like, the, we had um, we had a driver who you know took us back and forth. Like young kid, he was like you know early twenties, whatever. And he was taking us to the airport, and I was like, you know, we were like here, like we couldn't finish this to him and you know he, he like looked at us and was like you know it was like that shrug of disappointment you know <laughs> like, all right yeah yeah he was like i felt like uh, you know i should have been yeah and i was like but but this guy he's sick you know like, yeah. you know they like no they would never understand he's like yeah whatever yeah, exactly. what's yeah. the so all right so is it safe to say that that bob marley is like the epitome of weed smoking music like what's the Ooh, that's a good one the weed smoking music, like you're sitting there, you you, you sparked one up, right? Yeah, I mean, for for, like? for me, no. Okay. Um, I mean, that's what his music sometimes yeah. might be about, but but for you, um, yeah, no, I, um, I'll I'll go a little bit like funkier, trippier, you know, for for that kind of stuff. I think, yeah, okay. yeah, or even um, it depends, but even uh, definitely not like saying like oh. You know, I'm gonna smoke. I'm gonna listen to reggae. That usually doesn't. That's not even. <laughs> no. Yo, not, somebody puts up reggae all of a sudden. Yeah, right. right. It's just weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's more, if I, now that I'm thinking, it sounds like borderline racist. Like, yeah, we're gonna smoke and listen to reggae. Right, right. Like, right that's right. very it's wrong. Typical. Right, uh, right. right. Jamaicans listen to this. Like, that's not what we about, though. No, no. That's not us. You don't have us figured out. Right. Wrong. Like wrong. And plays the whalers. You guys don't have us yeah. figured out. It's gonna light a joint and be like. You're such an asshole. Yeah. That's totally not what we. About. What do you? What, what Somebody do you, play that shop. What up. do you think is uh, weed smoking music? Man, yeah. that's a fucking crazy question, bro. Because to me, it's more like, uh, it, to me, it's just more like I'm smoking and I want to hear music. Really, doesn't matter what it is. Right. Like, just the vibes off of it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, so it's not really anything in particular that I'm like, I'm gonna smoke and put this on. It's just yeah. not, not for right. me. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. on some DJ shit. Like, I'm always like, I, I'll smoke. But I'm then I'm gonna spin a whole bunch of shit like, and then I'll sprinkle like an extra on there, right? Like a Red Man or a fucking Cypress Hill, something that's gonna, oh shit! But for the most part, it's just the experience, right? Being stoned and like, what what can we listen yeah, to? Yeah, because it should heighten it anyway. right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Regardless of what it is. But definitely, I would say like, like uh, Red Man, like you know, what I'm saying just comes to mind. Like, I don't know. If, waters. Yeah, man. And I don't know if it's because we were so fucked up, like when we listened to it, type shit. But I don't know. But definitely, like, I like reggae music, though, but more like, uh, I like, like, roots, you know what I'm saying, like, culture-type mm. reggae yeah. music, but it's like a vibe, though, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, I almost, you know what's crazy is I almost feel like uh, I enjoy drinking more than I do smoking mm -hmm. when I hear uh, that roots kind of music, you know what I'm saying? Sure. I don't know. Anyway. And it is, I mean, and it's definitely, uh, maybe just by association or whatever, but it definitely has, like, that cool vibe, you know, beach vibe. Yes. Too. Agreed. Yeah. My peoples, we talked a good amount of beats. Uh, DJ XS, who knows a thing or two about beats, joined us. 
Now he's official co-host. He's going to get that oh, credit shit. when this episode drops. Oh, shit. Um, CP's still with us here. We still got one more segment to get to. That is the Eats. Y'all stick around. It's Bruce Beats and Eats. Bruce Beats and Eats, the podcast. And uh, we have reached the Eats portion of the podcast. This reminds um, me of like Boddington's. This is horrible. Yeah, it does cover. have that, yeah. the, the style. Yeah. 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 This the, I, I hate the cover of this. I wouldn't no. have drank it. I promise right. you, if I would have saw right. this first. Yeah. Right. So what we're doing here is we have XS is kind of like uh, observing the uh, the can art on some of these cans that we had, and yeah, there's definitely yeah. some that were. <laughs> and he's kind of disgusted. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I, I I wonder how much that sells. Like, despite the fact that there's a guy with you know yeah. in his underwears with the yeah, skid marks, it probably sells great. Yeah, I want to know like who asked for that. Well, he's like he's like yo, give me something like. How, what do you like, even how describe, do you describe that? to someone? This is what I want on the cover. Right. Art. Yeah. And then how do you as an artist come up with this? And the guy's like, yes, that's, <laughs> that's right. exactly what, that's I exactly what I want. I feel like, you know, you know like uh, these breweries, they, they, they're so good at uh, like puns, you know, and like mm. coming up with like these like, like really like uh, kind of like funny, funny names for their beers. Yeah. Maybe they're just running out, you know, Have, like, haven't like you brown, as well? They're you, like brown, brown, but, brown, but you as well, you've, notes, you've done covers for notes. some of these beers. Yeah, sure. I've never done anything like Had, that. But, nobody's yeah. ever asked you for a shit stained drawers. Okay. What's the conversation like when you, when, when you're coming up with these covers for these beers? Well, well usually, I mean, the, most of the covers I've done are for, for Wakefield. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, so, They've already got the name, and it's something that there's already a reference in mind. Mm. You know, like 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 Desperado. Like, oh, I already know where I'm going with that. Yeah. You know, or Master Blaster, or um, uh, there was one that was uh, all I do is Winwood. You know, mm. oh, that's then, dope. Yeah, okay. and then um, there was one that did uh, Taking My Talents. Um, okay. So okay. So yeah, it, there's usually like when I hear it, it's like okay, I, I kind of already have an idea where I can right. you know go with this. So yeah. true. Nice. True. Have you done any other bottles? I know they got it. Yeah, I did the right Desperado bottle. Um, okay, okay. And Master Blaster was a bottle. Um, was it? Oh, yeah. Um, Lack of knowledge on this. There's probably like, yeah, I, I've done a, about a dozen. I haven't done that many considering, you know, over the eight years. I've, that's not that's not my, my usual thing, just every now and then. The latest one I did was for um, a coffee stout that they have. Okay. But, um, but yeah, most of them were cans. Nice. Uh, but, but their flagships... Um, 24th Street. 24th Street. Yeah, I did the label for that one. Okay. And for Amber Waves. Ask. Amber Waves as well. Got yeah, you. The brown, yeah. So, and yeah. those are my two, like, the go-to ones. Yeah. I kind of get disappointed when I go there and there's no 24th Street. Right. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's back. Yeah. Is it back? All right, yeah. yeah that's so. That definitely, uh, that one and the Amber Waves, yeah. Those are my go-tos over there. Um, <clears throat> what do we do with this segment? Oh, shit, we talk food. That's right. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, we could go, I mean, we'll eventually get to your, the go-to dishes and, and uh, you know, maybe food and, and that you found amongst your travels that you mm -hmm. really enjoy. But I think we would be doing it a disservice if we didn't get a, an opportunity or take an opportunity to talk about the dish we just had here before we got into the, uh, into the recording half the podcast. Sure. Uh, DJ XS, um, like he said, man of his word, he said it, how many episodes, I, I can't tell you, but he said, I'm going to cook. You just bring me on the podcast, and I'm gonna cook. Told you, and and he did exactly that. And you said you don't have to, and then I said no. You really, really don't. <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm already, I already have my things. I said, yeah. but everything's already here. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. He was yep. gonna order pizza, and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> right, pizza's still coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that uh, that you did take the time and put something together. 
You told me jerk chicken pasta was going to be on the menu. Yeah. I told you, man, that's crazy because my last, the last two times I, uh, I was at a uh, Jamaican restaurant and asked for the jerk chicken pasta. They hit me with the... Mina Avit. Mina Avit. Mina Avit. Yeah. I got that twice. So it was something where it's like, unbeknownst and don't, to me. And you can't ask a third. No, don't. Don't Why? ask Why him that fucking... That? He Why told you, Mina Avit, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Pick something else. Yeah. Oxtail. Mina Avit. Yeah. Bro, that's happened to me before where I, I, I went down the line and I was like, all right, Brown what stew, do you brown stew chicken, right? You have that, right? right? What do you have? And, and they started clapping. Hey, they were clapping right. in the background because they're like, hey, he finally got one that we have. And I Yo. was like, damn. Jamaican restaurants, you're at their mercy. They, they, yeah. it's, they, it's it's like, don't worry about what we have on the menu. This is what yeah. we have right now. Do you yeah. want it or no? Yeah. Yo, we had a Jamaican spot by the crib in Cutler Bay. It was mad good. We went there like one time for like breakfast or some shit, right? Her mom was like, yo, uh, the spot, bum, bum, bum. We went there. We got some food. Yo, ever since then, always closed. They open yeah. whenever the fuck they feel like oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it was, one of those. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. always closed. Yeah. And like, if I see him, like, if I happen to pop in, like, oh shit, y'all back open? He's like, like, he been hit all the time. Like, I'm wrong. It's my bad, son. You see the light on? Right, right. I'm like, yo, you got this? Nah. Oh, damn. So, we went into that, that, uh, the Jamaican yes. horrible uh, impersonations because super horrible. Excess uh, did put together a jerk chicken pasta. Yes, um, and I, I used and I want I want to just say before I used to use I used to use the uh, uh, I think I think it's called Grace's. It was it was a, it, it's a, it, it's a you know they have different uh, brands right mm -hmm. of the jerk. Yeah, and uh, a few of my Jamaican friends was like, Nah, you can't use that. That's not the good one. You got to use the Walker's wood. And they all told me, uh, like, I got a few Jamaican friends and shit. The consensus was that the, the consensus Walker's was wood. Walker's Wood, okay. not the uh, JCS one. They was like, nah, don't fuck with that one. Even though I feel like, the, and the, my Jamaican friends probably not going to like this, but I felt like the JCS one was a little bit more spicier. Mm. I like spice. Okay. But the Walker's Wood worked, you know what I'm okay. saying? So we got to pop them with that. Oh. It was good. CP, what'd you think? What'd you think? It was he's, good. He's I mean, had it, but he's eaten in my crib a million yeah. times. Bro. Uh, this so is not for him. It's more for you, bro. Uh, but, you know, it was, it was yeah. yeah, but but yeah, up to standards. It yeah. was good. It was every like, every yeah, time Claudio sure. comes to yeah. the crib, bro, like I, I'm like anytime Claudio comes to the crib, I'm already cooking. Like, who's so this, who's this Claudio guy? CP one. <laughs> <laughs> That's next week's guest. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> did you did, did he break down the whole meaning of the name? No, there's no meaning to it. Fucking initials. CP one is the initials. Claudio Picasso. Yeah, I imagine that the. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if you got that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I imagine right. that that's what it right. was. I think yeah. I've seen that. Probably on the IG it says yeah, Claudio exactly. Picasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I just call him Picasso. I'd be like, Yo, Picasso. You know, whatever. I guess, yeah. yeah. But every time he's come through, most of the times when he pops in and shit, because his parents live down south and shit. Okay. So anytime that like, he's visiting his parents, he'll stop through the crib or whatever, and then um, he'd be like, well, Even though he sold me out the other day, he was like, I'm gonna come through, and then he was like, No, nah, I'm not gonna come through, and I was like, My feelings was hurt. Yeah, I can see. I, right? I, I, did you yeah, right or wrong? And yeah, and you you had to throw the the the, the meal you made for me in the. I trash. was gonna say, yeah, what yeah, was it that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but nah, nah. So I'm just saying, most the of the time he could, is ruined. So I'm saying <laughs> yeah. for you for you to ask him, like he been ate in my crib all yeah, the time. Yeah. We always eat, exactly. but I told you that I would hold you down. So I was yes, like, and, and indeed you did. Um, I, I mean, like I said, the fact that that uh, that was one of the things that I was interested in having some time ago, and now. You know, you brought it to the house without without you knowing my story, my my my, my trials and tribulations trying to get jerk chicken pasta no places, and it worked out. And so on point, uh, the flavors were there. Like you said, that, that after you brought it up was that the jerk didn't have that kick, right? 
that you're used to, but nonetheless, it was on point. Like it was, it was great. It was great. Thank, thank you, bro. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. And yeah, man, this dude cooks. He said it. Yeah, y'all heard the the excess episode, and it's it's true. He cooks. He cooks. That's what I do. And um, you got some for lunch, son. You and good. yes, yes. Don't don't be seven eight six two nine four six two six three calling me about. Oh, can I get some of those leftovers? <laughs> nah, you ain't getting that. You ain't getting none. That's what's up. Um, and I'm not a big typically on pasta like creamy pasta. It's not my forte, really. I'm more of a red sauce person. Oh, I love red sauce, but. But yeah, that that's official. I'm glad there's some some left over. No but ain't about me, man. We got CP in the house. Um, CP, um, you know what? Let's do a, a rundown of what a, a a day of meals would be like an ideal day for you. An ideal meal? Or yeah, day? like starting off your day, waking <laughs> up. Like, what would that day look like if you? Because you're a big, you're apparently a foodie. We yeah. were talking about the trips you guys go on, the excursions, yeah. and then how you hit up, you know, some of the the better spots in most areas. So, what is the sure. Um, all right, so this is probably going to be more food than someone should, you know, realistically eat. Then okay. because what we're doing, like you know, like this is uh, yeah, no, this is calories don't count. Yeah, it's right, like right, right. And then yeah, exactly. You're calories taking, be damned. You're taking a nap in between each meal, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 you got to recharge. No, I mean, because usually, like, I, I don't even do breakfast. Um, you know, or I might just like eat some fruit or like a little granola or something like that. Um, but like breakfast, uh, I I gotta go like Central American. Like, mm-hmm. like, like Mexican, like breakfast, okay. like, yeah, they know what they're doing, you know, like, cause I just, what, 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 what? yeah. <laughs> so nah, like when, when so. I, any, if you can, if you can add, you know, any, any reason to add a little spice, uh, any meal, like I'm, I'm usually for it, you know, so add a little green salsa to, nice. to like, yeah, to, to your, to your eggs, you know, yeah. beans. Breakfast. Yeah. We were talking about then, Texas and how right. Our, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Texas tacos. Texas, yeah, like the, yeah, the, the breakfast that, tacos yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Those are, those are great in Austin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, lunchtime. Uh, yeah, lunchtime. I'll probably go like something Caribbean. You know, okay. uh, maybe some some fish, some some rice and peas, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Mm. And then, um, and then dinner time. Um, I already told you about risotto. Mm-hmm. I, I I do not cook very much. You know, uh, okay. when 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 I'm cooking at home, it's like it's like okay, I got to eat, I got to put something together. It's usually not a lot of forethought, you know. Yeah. But I made it a point to learn how to make risotto because I love risotto. So nice. I, I am actually pretty good. At you know how to make risotto, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. like yeah. that's yeah. I the only yeah. reason I know the name risotto is because that's the one that. The dish that everybody got wrong on uh, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, yeah. yeah. Yo. <laughs> like, Ramsey was tearing people up yeah, because yeah. of the risotto. You don't understand, so that's how I learned about risotto. When we dip from here, I'm going to be like, nigga, next time you coming through, you making risotto, bro. <laughs> so on you. But let, let me let me, let me me just, if I if I could, let me just play co-host real quick please, and please, ask a question. So I like how, how you gave your choices for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But what if it was a place you had to eat? You're, you're, you're super rich, right. right? You have mad fucking bread. Now, where would you eat? If you had to pick a location, yeah. where would you eat and what would you eat for Oof. breakfast, lunch, dinner? Jeez. Yeah, like when you're talking about like specific restaurants or something? Well, I mean, you know, yeah, like, why not? Because I know you know mad places, you know yeah, mad cooks, but, this oh. guy's fucking... And yeah. hopefully one of them will sponsor the podcast, Bruce right. Beats and Eats. Yeah. You yeah. never know. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, that's that's a little too much pressure. Think, think recommendations, like when I yeah. call you and I'll be like, right. yo, wow. Well, no, there's, uh, well, there, there is no, there's no one answer for that. I mean... Pick one. I, because... <laughs> no, um, I when I when I think of like 
amazing meals that I have had in the past. I, I'm, I'm going to go to like, um, like having like uh, Wagyu in, in Kyoto or something like that. It's like mm. ridiculous. So, you know, having like some, some sushi out there. Um, but no, I mean, you don't have to, I don't think you have to go that crazy. Um, I've, I've had amazing um, like Israeli food and I was just in New York, you know, um, or um, great Indian food in Chicago. And our, our, How about here our in Miami? In I call you and I call you and I'm like, yo, I'm like CP1, yeah, even though right. I call you that. I'm like, right. yo, CP, I'm on, I'm on the beach right now. Yeah. But can I go get some breakfast? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I mean, what right. What would be a good spot? I'm, I'm up by your way. I'm up by yeah. your way, around sure. your way. Sure, what can sure, I get sure. some good breakfast? I have no idea. You would tell me that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I absolutely would. He just I absolutely said, would. not ask this guy yeah, for no do. fucking yeah, breakfast. I know. He said it was granola. Do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If he yeah. tells me that, right. you know, I'm yeah, hanging so up on him. Yeah, I'm right. like, granola? No, fuck no, is you no, talking no. about? Yeah. What, am I going on a nature hike? <laughs> right. Absolutely. All right, give me a lunch. Yeah. Where can I go on lunch? Yeah. And, and again, like, you're going to you're, you're gonna be, you're, you're probably going to be disappointed. I mean, around my around my area, the the established established places, Prima Pasta, you know, Italian is a fantastic And what would I order there? You know? Um, I'm I'm getting possibly the risotto, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, hey, don't I, don't, I don't have to tell you like yeah, risotto, risotto, is, risotto. Th- this is this is the issue is that like I I like a lot of different foods, you know. So like it's more about the variety. The variety is what makes it fun, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I, I I actually hung out with uh, with Mako when I was talking about earlier, uh, not too long ago, and we went to the the Ethiopian spot um, out in. Um, um, uh, what, what by the stadium was it? Um, out here? My, yeah, yeah, Miami Gardens. Yeah, Miami Gardens. Yeah. Ethiopian spot. Yeah, the Ethiopian spot that's oh, good over there. Yeah, yeah, huh? That you haven't taken us to? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah you yeah. see what kind of friend yeah. this guy is, boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, how often are you all the way out there? You know, it's like yo, the every time I call yeah. you, son, and I yeah. ask you for a spot, don't he be having <laughs> mad ideas? Right. And he takes us. Yo, he'll take many us spots. to a spot, and he be like, "That's the thing. Order this. Order that." Many, many spots, not one spot. That's the that's the difference. You know, you tell me one spot, I'm like, I can't do that. Be like, you can't order shit. I don't trust you. You didn't fucking say on the fucking show what the fuck you had. Right. 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 No, nah, but he's, uh, he, That's the issue. That's he's the like issue. our go-to guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Anytime, like, there's times that we're going to step out, like, you know what I'm saying? Me and the wife, we're going to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'll hit him up. I'll be like, yo, Picasso was a good spot that I could go do. Boom, boom, boom. This nigga hit me, like, with a list. He'll be like, uh, three spots, and be yeah. like, try this well, that, here. See, now you understand. Right. Options. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It, can't, it can't be like, this is the place. Like, yeah. no. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has he recommended the risotto at any place that you would no. call? It? He has we not. We haven't, we haven't talked he risotto. Has not. We haven't talked risotto, he and he's actually like he's. Not. He, he, I don't know why he feels like he's in, like he's insulted or something. Like Yo, because I asked you for all the spots, you never t- now like the cat got your tongue. Yo, Eddie, <laughs> he never told us no risotto. But he, I told you, he told us a dope spot that they have. Like, um, uh, he took us to. He told us about a dope seafood spot. This was a while back. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the, that that your man owned on on South Beach. Yeah, that shit was fucking banging. He told us about another spot. He told me, yo, he's always like there was like with with um with CP1, like he does a lot of events, like you know what I'm saying, like uh like art events also, mm-hmm. but there's also like foodie shit going on. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And we're all we're foodies. Me and my wife, we foodies, you know what I'm saying? He a foodie too. But a lot of the of, uh, events, this is dead ass, a lot of the events down here that we've gone to foodie wise have been with him. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? Like he'll be like, yo, check this out. Like he took us to this one spot on Eighth Street. This guy, uh uh, I don't know what the what the spot was called with the with the candy bacon that he does the candy bacon. Oh right, yeah. What was that? I don't know. Is that spot even around still anymore? It's um, no, no. That was um, Miami Smokers. 
Yeah, that was fucking amazing. Yeah, he took. Yeah. He, we yeah, met up with him one, yeah. one day, like on a Thursday, I think it was. Right, they were yeah. on. Um, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was right off A Street. You're right. It was on Twenty Seventh Ave. Yeah, that, that shit was yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, they had like man. they made this bacon yeah. that was like candied bacon. Word. <laughs> it was so fuck. It was amazing. And then, uh, yeah. yo, you yeah, know, what, 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 what's funny is what he's not telling you is is um, he DJed um, for one of my for one of my shows. Um, I, I did a um, it was a, a show with. Uh, Paola Delfin, who's um, who's a fantastic artist. Um, I think she's Mexican. Um, God, I hope I got that right. Um, and I didn't pay him because we're friends, and you know I will not. <laughs> yeah, I refuse. And 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 and, and, uh, and but likewise, he doesn't. You know, he, yeah, he doesn't pay for my, my art. Brother, yeah, yeah, exactly. he already knows. Yeah, uh, but but uh, I did get him. Um, I got him a bottle of hibiki, you know, for okay. under the, the DJ booth, and, okay. and and I got him some some candy bacon. I was like, here, here's your here's your, pay, your payment <laughs> yeah. for this evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody ever the pays me in bacon. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. two the there two worked go. very well together. Yeah, yeah. you can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Who do you know that's gotten paid like that? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. And that shit was yeah. fucking cracked though. But uh, like the the candy bacon shit, I know we're like we're like ah, but if you tasted it, mm. you would understand that shit was yeah. fucking magic. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck this guy did with it, but like, was yeah. fuck, are you sure he's not around no more? This he, yeah, no, 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 around. Yeah. Yeah. With bacon yeah. that good, how do you go out yeah. of business, right? Uh, it, <laughs> was, it, it was it was it was it was the corona man. Yeah, yeah, no, that yeah, yeah. they yeah. hit heavy fucked up a lot of shit. areas for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, hmm, so. Brewery food. So some breweries do have sure. in in house kitchens, and some yeah, don't. Right. Um, Mias, good one. Yes, sure. yes, yo, yeah. shouts to shouts to yeah. Los um, and the Massa Craft, the whole team yeah, out there. Yeah, for sure. Dope, dope. Bruce yeah. Beats and East alumni. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that um, home the croquettes? Side? The croquettes. No, yeah, the croquettes over there. Ridiculous. Oh, is that, yeah. that Homestead? Yeah. Uh, no, that's Drow. Drow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta go. Dope, dope spot. Yeah, yeah. The food is on point there. Um some of the food you've had at some of the breweries throughout the mm-hmm. the country that really stuck out to you. Do you recall like maybe some dishes that you're like, Oh shit, this is pretty good for brewery food. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Definitely. We, we were talking about Austin and Nashville and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a lot of times it won't necessarily be the brewery, but there'll be like, um, they'll have like a, uh, like a food truck on site and stuff. Right. And you just get like the most ridiculous food, you know, out there, yeah. um, out, out in, out in Austin, Specifically, I remember last time it was like I, it was late at night and some of the uh, on a Sunday and I think some of the places were some of the restaurants were already closed and I was I I think I just kind of like stumbled into a brewery and they didn't serve food but like in the backyard you know there's this tiny like little airstream that was converted into a food truck and they were selling um it was it was it was chicken and waffle sandwiches, but like it wasn't a sandwich. All they did was like folded the waffle in half, you know? <laughs> okay. And it was like, just like a heart attack, you know, like, yeah. you know, but yeah. So like they had a Buffalo chicken, like a uh, waffle sandwich. And I'm huh. like, Oh, this is too crazy for me not to try. And like, yeah, I, I remember that was one of the more interesting meals I had over really yeah, nice. in Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. But you, I, I, I kind of like that. I, I like, the, the spots that will rotate the food, you know, and Word. like it, it yeah. has become like a, a thing. You get like the, you know, the food trucks coming in like every other, every other day and stuff. Word. Hell yeah. Big yeah. up the food trucks. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Always bringing different flavors and, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, that's been, I think that's been my, for the sec, for the exception of MIA. Yeah. I think for the most part, I look forward to food trucks at, at 
breweries because it, the, the chain it's ever rotating. And you try something different yeah. every time. Yeah, right. Yeah, Ted's Burgers over at Wakefield. Uh, yeah, right. for sure. Um, well, oh man, I just completely forgot what I was gonna say. You, you, you keep on going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. What? What? Oh no. You know what? I got, I got it again. There no. You go. Yeah. Um, no, in my, in my age, just had like a completely different formula. It was really interesting because they were opening up around the time of like, you know, Wynwood and, and Wayfield and these other places. But like, they're, instead of going to like the trendy spot, they're like, well, we're going to go all the way out here. And instead of like just doing beer, well, we're going to have a kitchen, you know. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking the, the owner, Eddie, and I was like, you know, what, what was the thinking behind it? You know, like, why do you have this huge cavernous space, first of all? Why did you decide to go to Doral? Why do you have a kitchen? And he was like, well, I, you know, got out here and I saw like, looked around, there's like, you know, an entire neighborhood where people are living and working and the only place they had to eat and drink was Chili's, you know? Mm, oh, it was like, like yeah. this is an opportunty. And yeah, like, yeah. yeah, of course, you saw it. You know, yeah, there was something there, you know? Nice. Instead of like, instead of trying to bed yourself into something that's already existing, like a Wynwood and be like, oh, we can make it here. There's so many people that visit, and, you know, which is yeah. not the necessarily the wrong thing to do, but, I, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Nice. No, and it's, yeah, and I mean, it makes sense if you pull up to Wynwood because there's already traffic of people there. Sure. And yeah. You're going to, but if you, it also works if you, you isolate, I don't know, isolate yourself. If you, if you go into a different area, but you provide a product that's going to bring the people out. Yeah. You're right. going to see the traffic regardless. Yeah. And, that, and that's what they do there. They even got like, like mixed drinks there. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. just beer. They right. do like drink cocktails and whatnot. Mm. Dope, dope place, definitely, definitely. Um, CP, are you a desserts person at all? Um, no, not particularly. I mean, I got a, I got a sweet tooth, but I just try to like you know stay away because okay. it, it could be a problem. Like you know, I don't keep sweets at home gotcha. because like if I do, it's like it's gone the next day sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. so I just self control goes out the window. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that said, yeah, I mean, sure, yeah. But, so I, all right, so since you you're kind of it seems like you're kind of strategic with you. With yeah. your, how you know the, see, the sweets you do indulge with, what's that one dish that you're like, all right, I'll save up. You know, like I haven't right. had anything sweet in a while. I think I'm gonna treat myself to this. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> there, there's, there's probably, there's probably not. The last really crazy thing I had was on South Beach. They had, um, um, what are those? What are those? Oh my god! What are the little chocolates that you you get? Like the ones with the, the hazelnut. Ferrero Rocher. The Ferrero Rocher. I fucking so, love those so shit. So there's a there's a place. That's me and my there's, daughter. There's a, shit. there's a place right off, like right by uh, Smith and Walensky. Okay. Um, that's a gelato spot, and they have a Ferrero Rocher gelato, and wow. that was insane. That was, was one of the very best. Oh, yeah, yeah, damn. one of the very best desserts I have I've to ever had. Keep an eye out for yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. That was ridiculous. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last question. Um, is there a particular food or um? or ingredient, anything that you're, like, totally repulsed by, like, if you never had it again, you'd be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right now, there is a bag of beet chips in my, <laughs> in my cabinet that, 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 yeah, that, that what the fuck? a friend of mine brought over and had some and left, like, you know, it was a big bag and left, you know, and, and. And knowing that I don't like beets, said like, no, no, but these are good. Like, try these. And of course, I tried. I was like, oh, mm-hmm, yeah, it was, right. It was ass. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. The fuck would turn I, a beet into a chip? Right. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the beets. devil's work. Beets and and like and you know and like it's like one of those things. Like, oh yeah, you know, beets have become popular again. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> I beg the difference. Yeah, right. And I did. Um, 
I, I did some work up two weeks ago in Georgia and had a salad and there was like little bits of beet in it and I'm like, oh man. I had to be like a little kid, like I was like working around the beets, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah. Stop playing with your food, CP. Yeah, exactly. Right. What do beets taste like? Is it like, it's, uh, is that the onion or no? No, no, is that no. if it was onions, it would be great. Like, no. It, but I know one of them tastes like onion. Go ahead. Radish is probably closer to onion. It's, it's, okay. it's radish if you like kept the dirt on it, you know? It's more like it's, it's got like earthy. A, yeah, it's got yeah, a very like very dirty earthy. taste. Really? And yeah. you don't cook them, right? It's raw. You can cook them. You yeah, they're raw or cooked. Yeah. For the most part, but they're, you can even they're pickle raw. them. But yeah. like, they're yeah, juice. trust beet me, juice. You ever, you ever yeah. mess with beet juice? Nah. No, it's very earthy. Yeah, earthy is the right way to go. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's one of the worst for me. It's one of the worst for me. CP one. Some people live bad. Yes. Well, good thing that the. The beats in the name of the podcast isn't right. right. It's right. not that right. right. Yeah, exactly. CP would have never agreed yeah. to this. Yeah, it's exactly. hard to get oh, it right. Yeah. Try like, this fourth beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it would have been. Like it that. would have turned into hot <laughs> ones yeah, with, yeah. Right. with beats. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. This this beat this is cooked in a, a brown ale. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is terrible too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. CP, what's next for you? What do you, what do you have planned in the future? What's um, going on? Yeah. Um, so I'm. This this month I'm heading up to Orlando, uh, do a little project up up there, and then um, there's a, a mural festival uh, in 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 Houston next month. I'm going to be going to, and then uh, you y- you know that Art Week uh, down here is mm. um, the end of November, beginning of December. Yeah, um, doing a, a new mural for Wakefield, wanting the the, the exterior, um, the the Vader out there is it's going to be changed out. That's going to be fun. Wow. Um, and uh, can we? Are you not going to unveil? It's, it's it still is? it's it's still going to be it's Star Wars theme. That's oh, that's okay. I think that's, that's always going to be a Star Wars okay, role. The okay, other okay. ones kind of get like you know like yeah rotate. That's on the outside. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 Vader with the the ATATs out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one's that one's gone. Yeah. It's so you could say adats. It's okay. Sure. Yeah. That's right. what they call. I mean, all right. And then. Um, <laughs> Some people would be upset if I did. So yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then um, yeah, and then I, I got some other uh, projects for for that art week. Um, next next year, actually, uh, I I am doing something for uh, for Eighth State Brewing, which is in Greenville, in South Carolina. Okay, you know, nice. um, I, I think yeah, I'm going to be doing a couple of walls for them, and then they're going to have a, a a festival in in spring that I'll be a part of uh, as well. So dope. Okay, well. That's that's excellent because I I uh, I have I have family in South Carolina yeah and uh, yeah man that might be a good time to we're pull up a on field, them. we're taking a field well, trip I mean, it's, yes, it's, it it's an like hour it. away from Asheville what he was talking about I'm gonna definitely head over to Asheville too while okay. I'm out there I, I'm actually doing three or four walls uh, it's not just I'm not just the brewery that's the main reason why I'm going but I'm gonna be doing three or four walls while I'm out there so I'm gonna really try to Damn. explore the, the area and, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to get Orion to go mess around doing a, a plancha up in uh in South Carolina. Mm. Yeah. That'll be ill. Yeah that would that'll be that fucking would. crazy ill. Can we hit Orlando first? That's in the works already. Okay, okay. That's coming. That's okay. coming. Dope. Dope. Yeah. No, so I mean, I think we've been given our our uh, our task. Now we're our task yeah. is to to yeah, kind of correlate and hit up South Carolina Right around the same time, CP's up there. I think that'll be dope. Yeah, shit, it's got to be happen. fun. Yeah. It's gonna be um, second week of March. Yeah, are you gonna do any nice. psychoactives while you're out there? Any no. any mushrooms? Any acid? No, no I'm mean, I'm there on business. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can you can do that stuff. <laughs> no, I'm past. Yeah. Yeah. I just take I just take the brown shitty drawers ale. Right, and that's it. <laughs> I just, I'm good with that. 
That was that was his yeah that was his number two pick yeah you know. I see what you did pun intended yeah. pun intended yeah. and there it is Bruce Beats and he's the podcast as always I'd like to thank my guest CP one for taking the time sitting down and talking it up with me shouts to DJ Excess for both the dinner and co-hosting duties duties multitasking is possible uh, I'd like to thank you the listener for tuning in yet another week if you enjoyed what you heard tell a friend if you didn't enjoy it tell an enemy tell somebody let them know all streaming platforms that's where you find it. Subscribe, comment, rate, like, share, and everything else that applies to podcasts. Um, uh, 786-294-6263. What are you eating? Where? What are you drinking? Where are you eating? What are you drinking? And what are you listening to? Let me know. I'm down to check it out and give you my thoughts on it. Um, and yeah, man, this has been another episode. Thank you all, all that were involved. Bruce Beeson, he's the podcast.